The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are, Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos on a Wednesday, Install Wednesday. Coming to you from the SWBC podcast studios here at the Star in Frisco, Texas. I'm Newey Scruggs. That's Barry Church, former Dallas Cowboys safety. And Heckma Harrison I'm is here. Here. Yes, all. Uh, Danny McRae. <laughs> Danny McRae no, is um, <laughs> trying to get, get Danny McRae remote. Yeah, what's going on, man? So, so you let too me high profile now, let man. Me know, you let me know what's going on. He only you coming on shows like Entertainment Tonight and stuff like that. Man. He ain't messing oh with God. the players now no more. You know what I'm saying? You only got time for Kevin Frazier. That's crazy. That's crazy. Hey, I just left the locker room. What's okay, happening? The, the locker room is open, and they brought Ezekiel Elliott out there first. And Ezekiel Elliott, shocker, Uh-oh. shocker, said we need to commit to running the ball. No, he didn't. Yeah. No, yes. he did not he, run the said, ball. Yes, yes. They I need mean, to give me the rock. That's basically what he said. He needed. Man. Now, he did it in a very nice way. You know, he didn't make a demand. Said we need to commit to the run. So when he said, like, okay, now he's basically saying, give me the damn ball. Right, right, right. So that at that point in time, it will crescendo to that point. It, as a media member, you got to come back in there. I know you set him up. I know you laid the bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say you just. He came in there with a slight cheese. <laughs> yeah. No, no. yeah. First, first off, yeah. so Zeke, what you? Yeah. You, know, Ezekiel, you know he did. Ezekiel brought it up, but I did say that dude it is. Right there it is. Here's a slight cheese. So what you're saying is that you need to have more runs. I said, is there a number of carries that you need in this game that you think can lead to a win against Cincinnati? He said, I don't want to say a number of carries, but we need to have a commitment to the run, which I followed up with. So you're saying you need more than 10. Yes. All right. (laughs) Okay. So that's that's what we said. Let's bring in Danny McRae on the phone here. D Mac. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I hear y'all talking this talking this mess over here about about running and all that. Na, 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 sorry, <laughs> sorry, we're not entertainment tonight, man. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Hi, I'm Kevin Frazier. On with Danny McRae. Well, we got a book you. We got a book you to get on the players' lounge now. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Hey, listen, listen. Just so y'all know, it's a big night. Okay, this is this is the final show. Of uh of CBS is the challenge, so I hope y'all will be tuned in and paying attention to see if your boy can pull out a win. All right, that's why I'm not there. I came to I came to watch it with my mom. So shout out to y'all for allowing me to do so. All good. Appreciate All good. you, man. I, I hope you come back with the victory as well, man. Don't be out there, hey, because you know you know the first person that's gonna say something to you when you get back to Dallas. All right, come home with the victory, big dog. I tell you, what, I'm gonna run the ball. I tell you. That. <laughs> <laughs> so so that was. And, and I had to leave because they, the, the, the locker room opened up a little bit late. So that was really the gist I got from Ezekiel Elliott, and that's why I wanted to pass it around here. And, Danny, I'll start with you. Since you have been a big proponent um, and leading the way of wanting Kellen Moore to run the football, 10 carries for Ezekiel Elliott on Sunday against the, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a loss. Your thoughts on hearing Zeke say we need to commit to the run? I mean, he's a smart man. He knows, he knows that same stat that we know, that when he gets – 
20 carries or more, the, the, the record for us winning is, is astronomically high than when he does not get those 20 carries. So he needs at least 20. And if you want to have a chance at winning this game, you better run him 20 times at least and play good defense. So he's a smart man. I'm on his side. Heck, all of that sound good. <laughs> it sounds good until you actually do it. And 18 carries is not going to be enough uh, for our team to get a victory, it's, it, especially not putting the ball in Cooper Rush's hands. If you want this defense to be respect you, if you want any semblance of balance, you're going to also have to be able to stretch the field. You're going to have to be able to throw up the 18, 10 carries for Zeke is not enough. They're going to have to put the onus on Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. And as much as people say, look, we don't want Tony Pollard in those blocking situations, if you're going to beg for him to be on the, in, the, in the ball game, he's going to have to be able to do that as well. So, look, we're going to have to keep this Cincinnati defense honest. And having balance is going to be a part of it. But I'm with Zeke. Hell, give me the ball. He's got to get the ball. He has got to get the ball. And, look, we're going to give kudos to Kellen a little bit because, you know, last year he he had a heck of a game plan. He had a heck of a game plan for Cooper Rush to go out there. He basically game plan to Cooper Rush's strengths, which is running the football, get that play action, get that defense sucked up. And he was able to go deep on on Minnesota there. But to me, it, it will be criminal. It will be downright criminal if we do not lean on this run. And I'm talking 20-plus carry. For Zeke Pollard to combine, whatever the case may be, we have got to get 20-plus carries because, look, last year that offensive line was better than what we had this year. We cannot sit there and rely on Cooper Rush's arm. We have got to get these guys involved in the run game. Like you said, it'll make you know Minnesota play honest out there. We can have a play action. We can set up a lot of things off of the run. But it will be downright criminal if we go back there and expect Cooper Rush – to go out there and have, you know, a 45-plus passing attempt game out there. He would get killed out there by that defensive line. Let, go ahead, go ahead, D-Mac. Let me be clear, okay, because, Churchy, I, I, I don't agree with you on this part. No, Zeke needs 20 carries. I don't want no combined. I don't want no tandem. I don't want none of that. Tony Pollard can, can get his carries outside of that, but I need Zeke to end the game getting 20 by himself. He has to wear down the Cincinnati defense. I don't want to hear nothing about the tandem. Heck, I don't want to hear nothing about not getting them out there in passing situations. Zeke needs to be the focal point of his offense, and I think that's the only way that we can be successful in this game. You're not going to see 20 carries. You're not. It'll be criminal. Okay. I'm just. I'm Where's just, your crystal ball? Really? Okay. You know what? I, I am. A, I'm a big history guy. Okay. All right. So, All right. And, and the beauty of the, the, the Cowboys, they do a great job of putting out notes. I've got a list here. All the 20-plus carry games that Ezekiel Elliott's had in his career. And since 2018, he's had a grand total of three. Is that when <laughs> Kellen took over the play? Or, or was J.G. still still running things? He's still back? here, but I just, I just go. So you go back to, and, and just looking right here. Three. Actually, wait a minute. No, make it... Don't tell me it's less. No, no, no. It is more. It is <laughs> okay, more. It is more. It is more. No. They, they've got it. They, okay, they've got it by the number of attempts. Okay, they got it by the number of attempts. But I'll, I'll give you this. So in uh, 2021, he had one. That was a Carolina one. game. one. 2021, he had one. And that was for 20 carries and 143 yards. So in 2020, Zeke had 22 against the Rams, 22 against the Falcons, and 21 against Minnesota. But Kellen, Last year he had one. Kellen so he has had to see. He it, has to see that with these receivers we have out there, they're, 
they're not getting any separation. Look, I'm just letting you know right here. You look right there. I, I, look I see right the history. The, I, the I history, see man. the history he, of it. He, so we just – Kellen Moore in charge it does not lead to many 20 carry days for Zeke Elliott. He's got to answer to somebody. Because, I mean, cause look, Jerry's <laughs> saying we got to run the football. You got, your, you got your $90 million back over here talking about we have got to run this football. Now, now and this is without looking at the games, heck, Barry, Danny – I don't know how many of those carries did Tony Pollard get. You know, was it a 27 play or 26 attempt game, game run and Zeke got 20 and Pollard got 7, 8? I mean, remember, I was, I can't remember what game it was. They both had 100. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. But I'm just saying, right now, you start to think about the way Kellen has called games, the way things have gone. They, they went out there with the playoffs last year. And he had one game where he had 20 plus carries. Now, he was also hurt last year as well. So, I'm just saying. The he odd, out there playing the, left tackle. Of course he was hurt. The, the, odds, the odds tell us we probably won't see 20 carries for Zeke against the Cincinnati Bengals. But not, even, not only offensively, if we run the football, we, we save our defense just a little bit. I mean, we, we save them over there from three and out, three and out, going right back out there because they got a lot of firepower they got to deal with on that Cincinnati side of the ball as well. So you would think going into this game, we should slow things down, slow things down, get a lot of third and manageables. Don't, don't hit me with these double reverses. Don't hit me with these things that are going to end up being second and 15, second and 17, and then we're relying on the pass. We, we have got to make sure we get these things in third and manageable, not only to save Cooper Rush, but to save this defense as well. You know, we talk, we talk about Kellen going in his bag. Uh, but I also believe that with having a second-string quarterback out there, I'm not saying that Cooper Rush is limited on his, the way that he understands the playbook, but I think that you're going to have a conservative game plan mm -hmm. with him in the game. D-Mac, do you agree with that? I, I want to agree. But me, <laughs> wanna, I want to agree. Listen, <laughs> how many how many pass attempts did Cooper Rush have when last year when they played Minnesota? It wasn't it wasn't anything like fifteen to twenty like a Geno Smith type of outing. You know what I'm saying? When we was watching to go seventeen for eighteen, where it was being efficient, Cooper Rush was the man out there. Now they ended up winning the game. They had Amari Cooper and stuff, but I still thought they threw the ball too many times against Minnesota, even though you came out with a win. Uh, so I don't correct? I don't believe I don't believe that. You know that we're going to do it, but my fingers are crossed, and I hope so. But it was I'm, not, I'm not taking the Cowboys this week. It was a 300 yard for Cooper for, uh, Cooper Rush, so it was a 300 <laughs> yard game. Um, now we spoke about it yesterday, Danny, while you were gone. This is a different cast. Uh, C.D. Lamb had a 100-yard game, uh, that, that Halloween game against uh, the Vikings, and so did Amari Cooper. Yeah. Um, you had Michael Gallup in that game. Mm -hmm. Then you had a healthy Dalton Schultz, and then you had Ezekiel Elliott. You, you don't – and Tyron Smith played in this yeah, game. Yeah, you had a better offensive line. So, so you had a different team. Yeah. And so this is where coaching matters and it comes in, where, in my opinion, heck, this is where Kellen Moore truly has to coordinate and not just call plays. you got to come up with plays that fit the personnel and scheme this thing to what you have. We just leave the locker room, and 21 is saying, we need to run the ball. We need to commit to running the ball. I don't know how much more easy that we can we can all sit up on this show and agree and say, look, man, run this thing. If you shorten the damn football game, because we're watching it right now on NFL Network and Joe Burrow's sitting up here. I mean, they got some weapons here, man. Yeah. They got some weapons. And you don't have J. Ron Curse. We ain't even gotten to that yet. We'll get to that later on the show by not having him. But 
man, run the ball and help your team. Overall, overall yeah. help your team. But I think we've made it abundantly clear from the beginning that we felt as though this offensive line was compromised. And with, with knowing that going into the game, that's why I say there's going to be a conservative game plan. You cannot get into the back part of your playbook knowing that, look, man, you're struggling on the left side and you're going to have a quarterback that you would like to believe is less mobile than Dak Prescott. Yeah. So getting the ball out of his hand quickly and getting that running game going, and you're going to have to do – I think, um, D-Mac, you just said that. Play action is going to be a big part of this game. If you don't have that component, then everything else is off to it, – it, it's done. It's done. It don't matter what you do, okay, mm-hmm. at that point. And if, you, if our offense is inept the way that it was last week, where these guys can't put any points on you, you're not even in the red zone at all, and Cincinnati is just in, in the ability, oh, we could just tee off and go – full litany of everything that we have, no, they're going to run away with it because you can't stop them and you can't score. And and let's be honest here. We we saw Cooper Rush throughout this entire preseason. He wasn't the most accurate. And he was dealing with those same receivers that, you know, he's going to be dealing with outside of CeeDee Lamb. He was playing with the Dennis Houstons, the Tolberts, the Noah Browns. He was playing with those guys. I'm going to raise my hand to counter your point. Okay. Cooper Rush was out there and – some of the linemen were not getting the, not getting it done. I mean, you didn't you had, have all the time you in had, the world. You know, you had Josh Ball out there. Um, that Denver game, what was seventeen penalties? I mean, man, that was, I mean, it was ugly. But that was that was a fire drill out there for Cooper Rush. So, so I'm just saying. And his, he was in a full on quarterback battle. Let's not act like yeah. they, that didn't get decided until the last minute. Very last either. minute. Well, I tell you he, he what. Let year. me tell you. As we're talking, I tell you why I might have a little faith. It's going to be a focal point in this game because the last time that a player came out and said they wanted to be involved and we needed to get the ball to them and do it more was Amari Cooper. And And we've seen them go out and force feed it to Amari Cooper. And he had a hell of a game. But, so, yep, but I won't with Zeke coming out, with Zeke coming out, saying doing you know similar, he's not saying give it to me, but we need to run it more. But I, I think it's close enough. So I think Kellen Moore is hearing that, and I'm and I'm, I think they're drawing up a lot of powers, a lot of counters, some you know, a little bit of misdirection. I think we're gonna see a lot of Zeke this week. Please. One time for the one time. Amari yeah. <laughs> 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 said at one time, and then they said, okay, we're going to scheme for you to, to shut you up. And and look, man, I, I, I'm still in that same thing, D-Mac. I want to believe that they can look at the tape, and if, if you can say it, I can say it, everybody else around here can say it, surely they know the same thing. Mm. And if Ezekiel Elliott takes the podium and says, and, and knew it takes him to task with those gotcha questions. <laughs> that Zeke gonna say, "All right, knew it. I needed more than ten times." No, there was there was a gotcha question there. But it, it, <laughs> no. came from, it came from Jane Slater, NFL Network. It didn't come from me, and I wouldn't even know to say it was a gotcha question. But she did ask him about um, Devin White, the linebacker, when he he said, "Hey, you know, we 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 thought that." He, that, you know, sooner or later they would go away from the running this game. Asking Kellen Moore this question? Okay. And no, no, she asked Ezekiel okay, the question. I got you. Ezekiel was very smart. How he's like, you know, I hadn't really heard it, hadn't, hadn't heard about so I can't, I don't really know how to answer that. Mm-hmm. So he, he snuck out of it. There he snuck go. out of it that way. But, I mean, yeah. did did the Tampa Bay linebacker lie? No. no. He did not. Same thing Buda Baker oh. said from yeah. Arizona last mm-hmm. year. Right. I mean, Vic mm-hmm. Fan, you know, once Vic Fangio and the Broncos put it out there, oh, hey, man, this, this is it. This blueprint. Blueprint. Mm. Hey, hey Jay-Z, man, like blue, they volume two. They got blue. They got <laughs> shoot up here. They, people got their blueprint. One, two, three, four, five, six. 
You know, Jimmy G. We got Shannon ain't got that dude. We gonna see Cincinnati ain't gonna come. Where, where that? They already called. Look, Send it. They just pass it around. If, hey, if we didn't get that we, blueprint. If we, keep, if we keep this up, it ain't gonna be no blueprint. It's gonna be the black album. Okay. Be, <laughs> the black album. It's gonna be the last one. What more can I say? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> what more can I do? Oh man. Let's hit our first break. <laughs> J-Ron Curse is out for this game. They're playing the Bengals. Um, I'll give you a guy who could end up having a good game because J.K.'s not there and he's been so valuable. And if the backups aren't able to help in that area, this player for the Bengals, I think, could end up having a good fantasy day. Mm. We'll chat about that on the flip side. This player's lunch brought to you by Tostitos right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too right above the subway well i bet you don't even notice it after the that's my neighbor angus a deal that's just okay is not okay get a great deal with america's best network come into an at&t store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for zero dollars down based on gws1 score september 2019 back to the players lounge Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, September 17th to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours at AT&T Stadium, ticket giveaways, games inflatables, and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for tickets and more information. You're in the Players' Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Our two former players are Danny McRae, Barry Church. We got Heckma Harrison riding mm-hmm, over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, week week two now with us. Man, you okay? You good? You still All feel straight. Good? All right. Love it. Love it, man. <laughs> Let us know how else we can make you feel comfortable. Man, you can't just keep asking me questions, Newt. Come on, man. Don't, don't, don't start all that. Let him know, man. Nah, man. You, I ain't going to let him handle me like this no more, man. I'm going to get him off me quick. All right? He, he taught me the first week. I, I took it a little bit, and I was like, nah, no more, dog. Can't no. let it go down like that, man. No, no, no. no, no. no, no. no, no. Hey. 
Double H, you hold your ground, all right? Man, I got this. I got this. I merely knew he scrugs. <laughs> so Mike McCarthy comes out in the press conference today, and he says they're starting strong safety. J. Ron Curse is out for this game. Ah. He did say he feels that he's coming along better, so may not be four weeks, but, you know, he – yeah, Dr. McCarthy. So, bottom line, he's not here this week. You've got the Cincinnati Bengals coming to town. And J. Ron Curse has been so good playing. And Dan Quinn spoke about it on Monday. He hasn't played safety. He hasn't played linebacker. He hasn't played nickel. He's not going to be there. they got to fill it in there. And if it doesn't feel, get filled correctly, I think Hayden Hurst of the Bengals mm. are tied in could be in line mm. to have a nice kind of day because, oh, by the way, Jamar Chase caught 10 balls. Mm. <laughs> so, right here. That's my guy. <laughs> Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. That mm. is the pin the tail on the donkey okay, player. So, mm. so, so you feel good about <laughs> no, that? No, I do. Yeah, so let me go ahead and put him in my fantasy line. Oh, see, yeah. there we go. <laughs> we no, go. no you, you're spot on on that. But I want to go. Me and you were watching OTAs last year and – Israel McQuamu mm-hmm. was somebody that you pointed out immediately. You was mm-hmm. like, man, heck, look, that, that guy right there, he moving. Mm-hmm. You know, his ball skills, all of that. I think at the end what ended up being his undoing last year was the fact that everybody figured out that he wasn't physical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but in preseason, I did see him take those steps to mm-hmm. become more physical. Now, do they do this by committee with McQuamu and Bell is really what my question is. Yeah. Uh, because – what J.K. does, it's really hard to replace in just one player. He's the green dot. He plays linebacker. He plays safety. He, I mean, Play like nickel. I mean, he's really that guy that it, it, the really key piece to this defense. Michael gets a lot of the attention, but I think at the end of the year, everybody realized how valuable Jerron Curse was. Exactly. I mean, when you talk about being the quarterback of the defense, the guy has the green dot on. He's telling everybody the plays. He's relaying the message to everybody. Once the formation comes out, he's the guy that's saying, all right, corners, this is how we're going to play this. Linebackers, this is how we're going to play that. So it's going to be extremely hard to replicate or even have somebody come in and, and fill his shoes. Now, when you talk about McQuamo, I, I love his traits, man. Super athletic, great ball skills. Like you said, he, he's coming along in the physical part of the game. He wasn't too physical last year, but he's starting to come along with it a little bit. And when you talk about that guy who has versatility, this is a guy in McQuamo who can play the free safety. He could play nickel. He can play corner out there. I'm not so sure about that box and how he can do in that box, but when you talk about covering guys out there, I think he has a trace to be able to do that. So I would love to see him get an opportunity in this game as well as Marquise Bell. You know, that's a guy that he, he's kind of the opposite. He could play well in the box, but I don't know how well he plays out in space. So we'll see what both of those guys can do as far as um, coming in there and replacing Curse, but it's going to be a heck of a hard job because you got uh, base, arguably you got the best wide receiver core coming at you. This week coming up in Cincinnati. I mean, when you talk about Boyd, Chase, Higgins, Hayden Hurst, like all their pass catchers are extremely dynamic. So it's going to be a tough matchup for these Cowboys. But the one thing that they're going to have in their favor is this defensive line. I mean, we saw what Pittsburgh was able to do to Cincinnati's offensive line. Now, they got the defensive player of the year in T.J. Watt. But when you put it all together, I feel like our defensive line is extremely comparable to Pittsburgh. So. Hopefully we're able to put yeah. some pressure on that guy and get him to throw some overthrows or something like that. But we got to take advantage of that. I'll push, back, I'll push back you on this. Cincinnati had 133 yards on the ground, average 4.6 yeah. yards a carry. Yeah. I mean, yeah, now if they come in there just running the ball down, the, then we in some trouble. We in some trouble. But I, I just don't see them being patient enough. Because you, you saw in that game, they could, they could steady run the football, but Joe Burrow steady drop back passing. Even though he's throwing pick after pick after pick, they steady drop back passing. So I don't know if they're going to be patient enough to stick with the run game, kind of like how we are. You know what I'm saying? I, I so will, we'll I, see. I, I, will, 
I will say this about Cincinnati because what I seen from them last game and what I saw from them last season was that they do depend on their defense to keep them in the game. They never really get away from the run. And then when they know they need a big play, when they're in third and 15, third and 17, you know they're going to throw it to Chase or they're going to throw it to Higgins. But Joe Mixon is always a part of their offense, uh, be it running the ball or them getting him out into space so he could uh, make a move on some of those linebackers. They stay patient enough to give their defense time to catch their breath so they can go make that play uh, to give Joe Burrow enough time uh, to make the, the game-winning drive. That is something that we've seen consistently from them. Joe Mixon has never forgotten about in his offense. So that's why I'm looking at a guy uh, that, that that is coming down into the box to play. That's why Mukwamu and not being physical, I, I think that'll be a detriment to this defense when you play in a team like, uh, like Cincinnati, who is going to come in and try to impose their will first. And then once they, once they get you, that's when you're going to start seeing Higgins and Chase go off. Heck. You know, I, I don't disagree with any of it. Um, and the part about Hayden Hurst that really that when I looked at the film on um, Pittsburgh and the All-22, I, I just – he's always been a matchup nightmare yeah. for us. And even when you go back to when we played him in 2020 and, and obviously we're trying to uh, – had Jalen uh, Smith on him, which wasn't fair yeah. <laughs> at the point <laughs> in, in that situation. But, you know, I would like to believe, just like you just said, that our defense can present pressure uh, – but Joe Burrow is such a dog. He, I, I got to give him his credit. I want to yeah. look for every flaw in his game that I possibly can, the pressure that he's under, the hits that he gets. But I just feel like, man, he's one can of those. What? What happened? No, no, keep no, going. Keep going. Keep going. I just feel like he, has the, he just has this, the moxie of a, of a quarterback that can stretch the field. But then also, if you look at the tape, He's not afraid to run. Well, he, well. Will, he, will get, he will get out. He will get out. He will run. He had, I mean, I believe he had 60 yards last versus Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as much as we want to talk about their running game and Joe Mixon, we also have to watch out for that aspect as well. But, I mean, he's going to test our defense. Yeah, and yeah. these guys are going to have to play alignment assignment. And not to mention, man, Jamar Chase is just God, dog, Let me stop man. you right there. Let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there before we get to your brother Chase. Church, what? are you listening to I Heck? Heard, I heard every word so of it. So Heck doesn't know the feelings that, that I and Danny McCray mm-hmm. hold about Joe Burrow. So this is independent voice coming at oh, you. Oh, yeah. So it's three three people. Try- so this is all. Go, go ahead. Explain it to him. Go ahead. Explain so, it to him. So all last year, there was a debate on the show, especially early in the year, about mm-hmm. the better quarterback, Justin Herbert of the Chargers or Joe Burrow of the Bengals. He went with Herbert, and especially at the time when, you know, Joe was still kind of getting back into shape a little bit, and he held on all year long. Meanwhile, Danny and I were like, this: Joe Burrow, it's Joe Burrow. And oh. just so when you came in here, you just, you're preaching the platitudes of Joe Burrow. I just merely, I mean, it just felt so good for Danny and I to hear that, you know, we're not the only one. <laughs> but see, 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 see this. Hold, some context in it. We went year by year. So, rookie year, rookie year, Herbert had the better year, rookie year. <laughs> Let him go, D-Mac. Second year, Burrow went to the Super Bowl. Of, yes. and, I, and I admitted it. Then I admitted it on the show. I said, you know what? Joe Burrow had the better year. He was the better quarterback this year. You didn't admit it until after they beat I was about to say, brother. It wasn't, it wasn't until the dude was going to the but AFC when Championship they, when, when the Chargers didn't make the playoffs, I sat there and said, Joe Burrow was the better quarterback that year. You had to be beaten to submission. I had it because he, he had to wait until game. It was the last game of the year. Because they gave him the AFC trophy. It was the last game. At that point, he so had would have went to the playoffs. They'd have both been in the playoffs, but it didn't happen. When Herbert lost, I said, "You know what? Burrow's a better quarterback this year. He was. Oh. Now coming into this year, we gonna see. We gonna see. Because week one, Herbert was 
He was that guy. Let's not act like Herbert was throwing four interceptions out there. He was that guy. Oh, no, your car oh, was throwing man. three picks on the other you side. Say, that ain't got nothing to do with Herbert. Hey, that ain't well, got nothing to do with Herbert. B- bottom line, you just heard from Heckma Harrison, the independent voice, okay? If you say so. He's a special master. Hey, man. Trump to get, hey, get special master came sure, in here. Make sure y'all get that check over to me, too, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> slide, I'm saying, I'm sliding that 20. All right, slide. <laughs> Unfortunately, heck, with the, the, Barry's passing out his money last year, you weren't a nah, party. We're going to see. We're going to see this year. We're going to see this year. You missed the funds he had to pay out. We're going to see this year. We're going to see this year. Joe Burrow coming into town here with the Bengals. Now, um, another name that Mike McCarthy said uh, at the press conference is going to miss the game is Terrell Basham. So Terrell Basham is your backup defensive end to Demarcus Lawrence. That means rookie Sam Williams, who didn't do a whole lot, Mm. Did he, he have any snaps in that first game? Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He did. Oh, but, but so, so now you're asking rookie Sam Williams to come up in here and uh, bring some juice to this football game. So you're talking about Connor McGovern missing the game, Dak Prescott, J. Ron Kirst, Terrell Basham. Got some important pieces. You know, those are those are, yeah, those are some important pieces here. And you're trying to figure out a way how how you win this game at home. Um, let's take a break. Before the shows, we we go over topics about what we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Somebody's accused me of forcing them to to the, I uh, what's what's the legal term uh, I, I can't remember anyway coerced yeah I, I, I badgering the witness right I coerced somebody <laughs> into a into a, a <laughs> admission that they didn't want you know oh, man. you know so so we go give give this person here on the players I have an opportunity okay. to recant <laughs> recant their statement <laughs> about the team and making the playoffs on Monday since the I I. I coerced them oh, into uh, admitting something that they That's feel like cheese, they didn't do. Man. So, That's slight cheese. So it, it was emotional. Time. Emotional. <laughs> it was emotional distress. So we'll talk about that next with Danny McCray, Barry Church, <laughs> Heck Harris, and Louis Scruggs. This is a Players Lounge on DallasCowboys.com <laughs> radio. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. Helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping. And that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stack from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, 
It's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to the Players' Lounge. Join NFL players, former NFL players, for the first game day minicamp presented by Invisalign. Drop the kids off at the Ford Center on October 2nd from 1130 to 330 while you watch the Dallas Cowboys and Washington Commanders game from your favorite restaurant in the Star District. To register your footballer for camp, visit DallasCowboys.com slash academy. Speaking of the Commanders, Carson Wentz, three touchdown passes. They ended up uh, escaping a good game against the Jacksonville Jaguars who came back. Uh, The Giants ended up winning at Nashville Mm. against Tennessee, a place where the Cowboys are going to have to go play Tennessee down in Nashville this year. And Philadelphia ended up going to Detroit and getting themselves a win. So everybody in the NFC East has a dub, but the Cowboys, who now have to face the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday, trying to avoid going 0-2. Right here on the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos on Monday, I asked the question, what will be? Because the Cowboys lost. Somebody on the show kind of gave up the ship. <laughs> Which I had no problem. That was their emotion. Now they, now they, now they I guess you got to change your heart. No, I had no, I had the opportunity to think about it, okay. you know. And after just being with you now for two weeks, I kind I, I got you. You know, it took me two weeks to figure this thing mm-hmm. out. And uh you realize we were emotional when we walked in here. We were all hurting mm-hmm. and reeling from that defeat. Mm-hmm. And you realize, man, that you know, when you had a wounded animal uh in front of you, you asked an important question. You said, Ah, do you think you have a snowball shot in hell when <laughs> it was uh, 200 degrees. Um, oh, and so, man, I felt, and, and I couldn't even sleep on this, man, because I did not raise my hand. When you said, raise your hand if you believe that the Cowboys can make, are going to make the playoffs. Yeah. And here's the thing, Nui, and, and I, you know I'm, I'm a Cowboy fan through and through. It, it ain't, it ain't going to ever change with me. When we had Drew Bledsoe, I was still the same. It didn't mm. matter. And shout out to Drew and wherever he is if he got his halter top on. But I'm saying, <laughs> that's, that's where I was. But no, 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 hold on now. You trying I'm, to sell us on this? Okay. Hold on. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm trying to sell you on it. You gonna buy it too? Yes. Because I feel like I feel like it's the flim flam that's going on, man. So many people are willing to flush the Dallas Cowboys down the tubes when there's proof positive that they've seen that a backup can come in and hold the ship down, get a win. Your defense is good as it is. You cannot just give up on a season after one loss. I understand we lost a big player, and that's where I'm hanging my hat. I'm hanging my hat on the leadership of the one guy that we lost. Mr. Mr. Harrison? Yeah. I have one question for you, sir. See, that's when you badger in the witness. Is this a flip-flop? Yes. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yes, this okay. is a flip flop. Okay. You back on the Kool Aid. Huh? I am. And back see, on this that the narcotic. Thing. And see, see, the thing is, see, the thing is. <laughs> Give it to me, Mike. You know what happened? Give it to you, me, know Mike. What, you know what happened? You know what happened? Cheeseburgers. You know what happened? When you come in here, you know what happens. to you? be calling me, man. be calling me. Hey, when you come in here, everybody want to be liked and want to be right. Okay? But let me tell you something, man. I'm going to back my boys because okay. I know damn well this defense ain't going to be the 27th defense in the NFL. Okay. I know that for sure. Huh? I know that. I know we got enough going on our special teams with Turpin. At some point, his impact has to be felt. I just don't believe, dog, that this is that season that Rod, that uh, my boy Rogers gonna walk to the to the podium and say with the fifth pick in the NFL draft, 
the Dallas Cowboys. That's not that's not what's happening. That's not what's going they might on. Say second. No, man. No, no. Y'all not gonna convince me of that. Y'all just not gonna convince me of that. I'm not gonna turn coat so, like that. Okay, so you, what about you, D Mac? Man, you, you, nah, you still on it? D Mac still saying it's over with. I got a question for him. I got a question for him because he said that we, we shouldn't act like that a backup quarterback has not come into a season. And yeah. save the team, okay? And I and I believe it's happened before. I can't name the quarterback, but I, it's happened before. But that's usually when the team is already rolling, right? And they got to continue to keep them rolling. Our starting quarterback was in the game on Sunday, all right? The starting quarterback was in there and had one of the worst games of his career. D-Man. So if that is, if that, if that, if that is any indication for what our team is and how we look going forward, your backup quarterback is not going to save you. These that's, same guys. These same guys that you quote-unquote call elite, when they have their one bad game, you don't judge their career based off of that one game. And so you're not going to put under a microscope the bad game that Dak had with the offense trying to get their continuity going in that first game that in a game where they hadn't had any reps together as a team other than joint practices. I'm not going to judge him on that. Mr. I'm Harris. not going to do that. But, but, I'm not going to do on, that. Not at all. Come on, Harris. And I'm not jumping I, ship. I, 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 Outside, Hell no. outside, outside of the players, hey, we also had ten penalties. All right, this is carrying over from first game. Season. First game, can so you I, not clean those up? Can you not clean those penalties up? Trying to clean them up this last year. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm talking about. I'm talking about in the 2022 season. Can those not be cleaned up? Man, they they they, they can, but I mean, you know, that, just stay just stay right there. Just stay right, right there, man. All right. I mean, I can, we can't right win there. the Super Bowl too. Then I mean, because you got to go out there and play the game. I mean, <laughs> all right. Mr. Harrison, I, Mr. Harrison, <laughs> look sir. at look how he lawyering me right now. He act like he writing down something so important. Go on, on, man. <laughs> Are the Cowboys going to make the playoffs this year? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Y E S. Yes. You heard it here first. Man, I'm, look, this is the thing. I told you before, man, I'm, I, hey, I'm a cow. You call me what you want. Homer, fan, yes. I'm with my boys. Okay. 100. Mr. Harrison, will the Cowboys win the NFC East? Yes. Oh. Oh, good. My boy done yes. doubled down on Yes. Them. Because okay. you, just, you just said Carson. You, listen to who you just said. Carson Wentz. Danny Dimes. <laughs> These are the teams that we're playing. So you go out, you take a one-game sample size, and you mean to tell me all of a sudden uh, the, the Giants aren't who they are? Carson Wentz ain't who he is? We got proof. We know who he is, dog. We got, he's been in this division before. Yeah. 2.39 p.m. Man, write it down. Write it down. <laughs> I, I write said it on down. this. Cowboy. Nine Cowboy notebook Nation, on September 14th, 2.39 Believe p.m. That. I'm I have sorry. Mr. Harrison I'm not sorry about it. saying yes, they will make yes. the playoffs. And yes. Mr. My Harrison is that saying good. yes, they will win the East. Amazon. My By myself. defense hey, yep, is yep. that good. Barry, they got a Eddie V's right up the street. They're right I up. Think, I, think, I think this sounds like Heck's first, first uh, opportunity. There it to, is. To, to put your food where your mouth at, okay? Because we can't okay. bet on games, so we can't do that. But, I mean, Eddie V's is right up the it street. It is right up the street. You got Del Frisco's. How strongly do you feel about this, Hick? Neighborhood I feel, services. I feel real strong about it, and I, I, I feel very strongly about it. And I wouldn't take it to Eddie V's. I take it to the knife. That's why I take it. Wherever you want to take yeah, it. Yeah, that's down what I'm that. saying. So yeah, don't put it don't, down there. Put it so down don't play there. with me. Don't put play it with me. See, I, I, I know what y'all doing. Y'all thinking it's not like that, man. I'm telling you right now. 
with all the prognosticating that you're doing, you cannot tell me after one week of football that this team is dead in the water. You're not going to do that, man. Nice. Nobody, your crystal ball did last year didn't tell you that Cincinnati was going to the Super Bowl. I bet you didn't say that. Mr. Harrison. No, no, but I, I, knew, I, knew I, bet, I, knew. I bet you didn't say that. Mr. Is that all? Yeah, is, that, is, is, is it? It is what it is. Take it to the bank. There it is. He put something on it. Take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. Okay. Stamp on it. To write that back, Louis. We say nine. Wait a minute, dog. Wait, 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 wait. Y'all not betting me. What? What y'all? What y'all coming with, though? We just come. We, we'll because take we it to the knife. We said the opposite. They not making it. They not they're making not it. Making it. And if they do, we can take it to the knife. Okay, on, on us. Whatever you want. And see, I don't eat meat, so look at this. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a great time right now. <laughs> you want vegan? We'll take a couple of Caesar salads. You know what I mean? You're going to save your whole family. You're going to save your money on the check. That's all. You're going to save some money on the check. If Heck wins, he gets to bring his family. Yeah. Okay. Bet. I bet. Little Big Heck eat meat for us. Let's do it. All right. So we got it. In there. I think y'all got me. That's, that's what I'm saying. See, that's man. what I'm saying. Look how y'all turn cold. I ain't jumping mm-hmm. off. I ain't, I'm on this thing. I'm with you. Michael. Ooh. And Michael, I trust the big briefcase. Ooh. The bazooka. Ooh. Let's go. Album, it's Zooka time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, man. This is the encore yeah. right here. Micah. <laughs> yeah. I trust. So, yeah. Uh, also, speaking of Micah, let, let's go back to the Cowboys locker room. Um, Micah Parsons was asked about not appearing on uh, <laughs> that television show, which we what shall not saying? name. Quote, I didn't think it was appropriate to be on the show at that point. We just lost our starting quarterback. I think I need to be a leader now, and that's not on TV. Amen. But why not say that to them? I don't understand. I don't care what he did or didn't say to Skip. He said it here. And he sent the message to the locker room. He just, hey, I, don't, I, I don't care. Skip is in no, this <laughs> You don't like Skip, man. But I'm that's saying, like, you? I'm not saying I don't dislike the like man Skip? or like the man. But I'm saying that was unprofessional. He could have hit him up with a, hey, you know, this is what it is. DC bang, hit it with that's unprofessional. You know what I mean? That's all he had to do. That's all he had to do. That's, that's all I'm saying. Barry Church, I've been doing this TV thing since 1992. What is Mike Damn, Parsons? Maybe, yeah. So was he maybe 24, 25? Yeah. While you call it unprofessionalism, I've come to know this is 20, 22, 23, 24, 25. This is what they do. This is what they do, man. This is what they do. Hey, man. Come on, Nui. Come on, Nui. You can't in one breath talk about leadership and then the other one, you standing people up on, on and going That's back cool. On okay? That's, you can't, that just, can't that do it, man. That just don't make no sense. <laughs> no. You, listen, for, for, if you felt like it wasn't right for you to go on there, don't have them people set up cameras at your house and just don't answer the phone, bro. Or whatever, whatever, he whatever saying it's cool because he don't like Skip Bayless. He just, anytime you get a little jab at him, that ain't, it, it wasn't cool. Man, y'all was it raised right. It is what right. it is now, man. Y'all was raised exactly right. right. See, that's when you know that's you right. got good parenting right there, man. Y'all, y'all classy guys. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Michael said, hey, the hell with them cameras. <laughs> Ghosted everybody. Got the, hey, got the cameras hey, on the side hey, of the curb. Uh, uh, I can't make it. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> all he had to say. That's called being responsible, bro. That's okay. called being responsible. That's it. Hey, man, I ain't going to make it. That's when, it. That's it, easy. Once again, as somebody who's done this TV thing long <laughs> enough to know, you'd like it to be that way, but it's not. It is what it is now. It's, it's, it's not. I, hey, man, I done sat on the show many a time. Somebody ain't show. 
And you know mm. what we have? You know, I've learned too. We to put some backup stuff in here. Yeah. If so and so don't show, what are we gonna run to it's fill this hole? <laughs> right? How do we fill this hole? It's, it's what it is. It's it what it is. is now. And sometimes when they show, we used to sit a limousine to go pick guys up. Found out I can't do that no more either. Because Willie McGinnis took the limousine with the Central Club, then took the other limousine that was for Daryl Russell. Kept both limousines till five in the morning, and we paid for all of them. And then he didn't tip the driver. That's love. <laughs> That's so, a professional too. You know what? <laughs> Willie was a young player. Oh, you know, today's man. Willie McGinnis wouldn't do that, but young Willie McGinnis was like, I'm going to go have some fun. There it it's is. It's what it is with young guys, man. Like, guess what? Skip and Shannon still getting their millions. Of they course. good. Oh, they, yeah. they ain't going home. Oh, yeah, they good. They, they ain't yeah, going. Yeah. Yeah, they'll find somebody else to come do the show. <laughs> but he, if he had went on there and, man, said something sideways or something, man, it, it would have been a disaster on top of the disaster. I'd rather have this. I'd rather have this than what could have been the other way. Yeah. Could have got ugly for you, sure. You say, I set folk up. Well, you get on that show, boy. All right, gentlemen, that's it. Uh, hey, Danny, man, we appreciate you taking some time for us, man. Good luck tonight. Tell everybody what time to catch you on CBS 11. Yeah, yeah, CBS, man, 8 o'clock tonight, two-hour season finale, man. Check your boy out. All right. All right. Um, you back Monday? Yep. Okay, back Monday. Um, I, I'm trying to coordinate this chicken run for you, so let me know when you're in, okay? <laughs> okay. All right, all right. My man. My all man. right. I was about to get it on Friday, but I'm not because, you know, I wait till you get back in here. Hackma Harrison, man. It's like a salad. <laughs> Hackma, man, I appreciate you, My, man. Your chair will be open, man, when y'all come back around, man. I appreciate you, man. I had y'all seat ready, man. They will make the – put a forage letter. He they did. will make the play. Hackma Harrison, boy, same with Jess. He I did. appreciate that he about did. you, man. Yeah, yeah, appreciate you about you. Barry Church, thank hey, you, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank hey, you. We will do this tomorrow. It ain't my money people. on the line this time. Who knows, who knows what bets we got? <laughs> <laughs> who knows what bets It ain't me. Yes. I didn't do it. It ain't me. Well, that's cold work, but coming up three o'clock. I'm back with the media mash at three o'clock. We'll dive into more of what was said in the Cowboys locker room and Mike McCarthy today's that's media mash coming your way right here on DallasCowboys.com. Remember, you can catch the players lounge on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, like us, rate us, review us, tell people about us. We appreciate it. We'll catch you tomorrow right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!